Well, thank you very much. You're listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. Today we're going to be listening to the music of uh, a violinist who was active throughout the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and even into the 50s a little bit. We're going to be focusing on the music that he uh, created from the late 1930s up to the middle 1940s or so. And the man's name was Eddie South. He was subtitled The Dark Angel of the Violin. He was an African-American who was born in Louisiana, Missouri in 1904. Uh, Although his family relocated to Chicago fairly early, he started studying classical violin with Charlie Elgar, who was a, a New Orleans Uh, Creole violinist uh, who had relocated to Chicago in the 1910s and uh, led orchestras, even recorded with them there in the 1920s. He uh, was not a jazz player, but he was a very well-schooled violinist, and Eddie South learned quite a bit from him, apparently, uh, because he became a very technically adept uh, player himself. And uh, as we will see, his taste in music ran well beyond jazz to Eastern European music, classical music, and so forth. Really a very, very good player. Uh, He is not usually Remembered today when we think of jazz violinists like Joe Venuti, Stefan Grappelli, Stuff Smith, people like that. But Eddie South was quite possibly the best of them all uh, during the 1920s and 30s. At some point, we're going to be doing another program of his recordings from the 20s and very early 30s, which are interesting in a lot of ways. But we're going to be doing uh, music that uh, was very much centered in the swing era because he was a swing violinist, make no mistake. So we started with two tunes that he recorded uh, for standard transcriptions. We've done a lot of transcription recordings over the years uh, here on the Jazz Focus, but uh, these are particularly well done. They were done in September of 1944 and featured his regular group, which included, of course, himself on violin, Billy Taylor on piano, and then at the beginning of his piano playing career, LeGrand Mason on bass and Connie Jordan on drums. These were recorded in Hollywood. Um... And uh, we began with the Jesse Stone tune called Idaho, which became a jazz standard, although uh, it was fairly new at this point. And then we went back in time to the 1920s, actually to the early 30s, to a Ferdy Grofe tune called Daybreak, which was subtitled Mardi Gras, and very atmospheric tune uh, that came from one of his suites. And we got a, a sense of the, the, the breadth of Eddie South's playing and just those two tunes. Very interesting stuff. We're going to be hearing some more from that transcription series coming up. So right now we're going to jump over to probably some of the best-known recordings that Eddie South did. He went to Europe on several occasions. He was pretty well-known in France, and he uh, recorded... Uh, in uh, 1937 for the swing label, uh, accompanied by, or with, alongside of, I guess, the stars of European jazz at that time. Django Reinhardt on guitar. He also made recordings with Stefan Grappelli and Michel Warlap on violins. And we're not going to hear those multi-violin recordings right now. We're going to stick to the ones that feature just Eddie South. So we're going to hear Eddie's Blues, um, kind of a spontaneous performance recorded for Swing in September of 1937. This will feature Eddie South with Django Reinhardt and guitar, and uh, actually just the two of them on Eddie's Blues. And then we're going to hear Sweet Georgia Brown, which was the flip side of that recording, which added Wilson Myers on bass. So we'll hear those two recordings. Then we're going to jump over to some things that were recorded uh, in... um, 
New York in June of 1940. Again, Eddie South with his touring group, Eddie South on violin, David Martin on piano, Eddie Gibbs on guitar, Ernest Basehill on bass, and Gordon Spex-Powell on drums. And we're going to hear a traditional Scandinavian tune, and I'm not sure of the pronunciation. It's called Hierkaiti, which I think was a, a, a Danish or a Norwegian tune, as a matter of fact. Very interesting song that um, South used as a theme song for quite a while. He had recorded that in the 20s and recorded it several times in his life. After that, we're going to hear a little bit of his classical uh, influence, Preludium and Allegro, which is uh, a sort of an adaptation of a Fritz Kreisler piece, a, a uh, violin potboiler, if you will. Then we're going to hear a recording that he made in March, March 13th of 1938 for Brunswick called Black Gypsy, uh, something that he composed uh, after he did a, a study of uh, Eastern European folk music, gypsy music, also um, music from the Slavic countries as well. He was a very interesting and open-minded, open-eared player. That recording is going to feature him uh, with David Martin on piano, just the two of them. So those are our recordings uh, coming up of Eddie South. We're going to hear Eddie's Blues and Sweet Georgia Brown with Django Reinhardt, Yarkati uh, and Preludium and Allegro with his working group in New York in 1940, and Black Gypsy just with David Martin from some Holland in 1938. Thank you. 
So there's some remarkable violin playing from jazz and uh, technical standpoint as well. We heard Eddie South beginning with Django Reinhardt on guitar, just the two of them doing Eddie's Blues on swing from 19, uh, 1937, September 29th of 1937, recorded in Paris. Added to that duo was Wilson Myers on bass, a well-known African-American bass player who I think was living in Paris at the time. He played with Willie Lewis's band and several others as well, and they did Sweet Georgia Brown. Then we went over to um, some of the uh, different international influences that South uh, had. We had here Katie, uh, the Scandinavian folk song, which he recorded, in this case, for Columbia in June of 1940, backed by David Martin on piano, Eddie Gibbs on guitar, Bass Hill on bass, and Spex Powell on drums, and uh, some good swinging uh, sounds as well as uh, the preservation of, of, of the native uh, sounds of Scandinavian folk music. Then to the Fritz Kreisler potboiler piece, Preludium and Allegro. I think he used that as, a, as an encore piece, and Eddie South does it justice here with the same group in 1940. Then we finished up with Black Gypsy, a, uh, a creation by Eddie South himself, uh, bringing in a lot of different influences, the gypsy jazz, the gypsy folk music, Eastern European folk music, and he did that just with David Martin on piano, kind of created his own classical, very rubato type of performance that then went into very flashy uh, technical displays after that. So we're going to go now to 1947. This is a curiosity, this recording. It was taken from a live broadcast, and I have to thank my friend Dan Gable for turning me on to this. Dan Gable is the authority on the music of Vaughn Monroe, the dance band leader. And uh, Monroe had a regular radio show at this point, and he, for whatever reason we can be thankful for, brought in a lot of jazz guest stars uh, and different weeks. And this particular program, which was broadcast on January 11th of 1947, featured Eddie South and his trio. And we're going to hear a version of the tune Daphne. And Daphne was uh, a gypsy jazz tune, if you will. It was uh, uh, composed, I believe, by um, Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli and uh, is a kind of a, uh, a standard in the book of gypsy jazz bands. And uh, um, Eddie South had recorded that as well during the 1930s. But here he plays it with Hank Jones on piano. Whatever you say about Eddie South, he certainly had great taste in piano players. Uh, and Leonard Gaskin on bass. And uh, we will hear their version of Daphne. Following that, we're going to go to another piano player, Billy Taylor, and this is the trio that uh, we've heard uh, on those standard transcriptions. This is actually a live broadcast on the Jubilee programs uh, from 1944, July of 1944. Billy Taylor on piano, Eddie Brown on bass, and Eddie South on violin. And we're going to hear Taylor's tune, Mad Monk, which uh, starts to propel us a little bit more into more modern forms of jazz. After that, we're going to hear two tunes that uh, South recorded in New York in 1941, March 12th. These were the last recordings he made before World War II in the recording band. They were done for Columbia, and they feature Stanley Facey on piano, Gene Fields on guitar, Doles Dickens on bass, and Specs Powell again on drums. And we're going to hear Lady Be Good and Stompin' at the Savoy. So those are our four tunes for this set. Daphne, Mad Muck, Lady Be Good, and Stompin' at the Savoy. That's Daphne. D-A-P-H-N-E as follows. <laughs> 
These are such short performances, we had time to put in a couple of extra there. So we started out with that live broadcast from the Von Monroe Show of January 11, 1947. Uh, Eddie South playing the Django Reinhardt composition, Daphne, featuring Hank Jones on piano and Leonard Gaskin on uh, string bass. Then we went to uh, those standard, trans actually these were Jubilee transcriptions. They were radio broadcasts uh, aimed at... Uh, servicemen during World War II, and this one featured the Eddie South Trio of that time, which was Billy Taylor on piano and Eddie Brown on bass, July 1944, doing Billy Taylor's tune, Mad Monk, showing some definite modern influences there. Then we went to uh, those 1941 sides for uh, Columbia, Lady Be Good and Stompin' at the Savoy, some good straight-ahead, out-and-out jazz performances to remind us that that was really what Eddie South was doing, uh, with Stanley Facey on piano, Gene Fields doing some very nice guitar work in there, Doles Dickens on bass, and Specs Powell on drums. So then we added a couple more from that standard transcription uh, date or dates, I suppose, from September of 1944. And these... Uh dates produced a whole series of tracks, about 19 of them, uh, some of which were quite short, but most of which were normal length, and they were really 
unusually varied in their influence. We heard a couple of the more jazzy tracks. Rose Room, of course, the jazz standard uh, from 1919, our Hickman's band. Uh, good straight-ahead jazz performance. Again, Billy Taylor on piano, Legrand Mason on bass, and Connie Jordan on drums, where there were drums. And then we finished up with an unusual performance of a Claude Thornhill tune. It was actually his theme song for his big band. It was called Snowfall, very atmospheric. Hope you've enjoyed this Eddie South program. You've been listening to the Jazz Focus and John Clark here on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Some unusual music by an unusual player, but a very accomplished one, as I think you'll have to agree. We're going to do three more tunes uh, to finish off the program, all of these from that standard transcription set in September of 1944. I'm going to start out with a uh, tune that was really not a jazz tune at all. Tommy Dorsey recorded this, but uh, not too many other groups. This is called Marchita, and uh, Eddie Southwell will give an interesting interpretation of this, as he will on the next one, which is Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. He does a three-minute performance of the main themes of Rhapsody in Blue, including some uh, blues improvisation choruses, which are very fitting. Then we're going to finish up with the Ray Noble tune, Cherokee, which by 1944 was beginning to get some currency with the younger jazz musicians who were uh, assembling into the bebop era. And we'll hear uh, why Eddie South was considered to be uh, even a modern jazz player, even though his career stretched back to the 1920s. So thank you very much, and I hope you make a habit of tuning in to this program, as well as to all the fine programs on WETF to hear some great jazz. So right now, Marchita, Rhapsody in Blue, and Cherokee by Eddie South. Thank you. 